0: They're engaged.
1: doesn't matter, it can't happen. Why not? It's bound to come up. It's impossible. Lois could never have Superman's baby. Do you think her fallopian tubes could handle his sperm? I guarantee he blows a load like a shotgun right through her back. What about her wound? Do you think it's strong enough to carry his child? Sure, why not? He's an alien, for Christ's sake. His Kryptonian biological makeup is enhanced by Earth's yellow sun. If Lois gets a tan, the kid could kick right through her stomach. Only someone like Wonder Woman has a strong enough uterus to carry his kid. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him.
2: And welcome to the D20. This is Chris, and we actually have a very large group tonight. So let me go ahead and get everyone mics up here. We also have a special guest <coughs> this evening. The Hopefully everything sorted out here. All right, let's see. I've gone counterclockwise every time, so we'll go clockwise tonight. So we have...
1: Corky. This
3: Corey, Adam,
4: Ian. With Adam's powerful. our special
2: guest tonight, and I'll turn my mic down. Since special. I'm I really thought it out. was the
4: puppy. Like a little best special.
2: So we're on podcast number 15 now. Uh, if we had Scott tonight, we'd pretty much have the full gang, but uh, unfortunately, they're working Scott-like. Like he's we'll, getting the full gang. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Happy birthday, Scott. Happy
5: birthday, <laughs> Scott. For Scott. Birthday.
2: Oh, yeah, it is Scott's
0: birthday. This is supposed to well, be tomorrow. Scott's birthday podcast.
2: I'm we loving your
5: birthday party, Scott. I'm having a great time.
2: <laughs> yeah, we should tell him that Ann flashed and he missed out.
0: Yeah, again.
1: He did he, he, he missed on 24-hour day.
2: Yep. All right. <laughs> so with on that note, uh, let's see. Do we have anything to announce other than Scott's birthday?
4: Beth's baby.
2: Beth's baby. Uh, congratulations to Beth and Devin. She popped? She did. Nice. So, what did it come out
3: as? A little girl. TBD, or, or they just not decide.
2: Its nickname is TBD. Okay, good. She loves it. Um, beyond that, we did get some uh, email from listeners. So I hope I'm pronouncing him right, Kristen. Thank you for listening, and uh, there's a shout out to you. So I'm singing Kristen.
0: Adam's single. Um,
2: you have to be in, into math of some sort in order to uh, date Join Adam, the math or harem. bake and run, yeah. some, something along that lines.
3: Um, <laughs> not get baked because then you don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. Oh.
2: So since Adams are uh, speaking
3: of our special guest,
2: yeah, guest speaker, we have the dog tonight too. So uh, it's the
3: on all fours episode of the podcast. The barking wow. in the
2: background is is not in.
0: Wolfie, um, thank you.
2: Adam's going to be our guest roller tonight. I've updated the list with uh, some suggestions Mm. from Beth on the list. Uh, So there's a couple of new topics, pet peeves and rants, which ought to be interesting with this group. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, When I grow up, um, heroes, not the TV show, but actual heroes that you idolize and whatnot. And I think that's it that wasn't already on there. Uh, Yeah, I think that's it. So uh, Adam, go ahead and roll. Let me know what you get. Five
1: happy trees. <laughs> He's laughing. This isn't good. <laughs> it's a stretch this group. I can see it's it.
2: work.
3: Oh, oh God. joy.
1: Chris Son can't
2: talk bitch. at all. Yeah, I, I get to not talk at all. And uh, two people are unemployed or semi employed. Why do we uh, even
3: have that category? Uh,
2: you know, it's it's a low number, <laughs> it's,
5: it's, yeah, <laughs> it's a okay. five.
2: So it's meant to be... Can
5: we a, just, a, do, you do you have work, something in the iPod? Of work it could also be a physics discussion. Minute work? Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah.
5: I do have well, Minute at work.
2: Colin, men. hey, that would be... A, <laughs> men <at> work.
5: <laughs> men at work. We're going to...
2: Yeah. Okay, let's not get too out of hand have here. Been? Um. So, I don't know. Who wants to start off work? Because <clears throat> I know everyone loves their jobs here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
0: love my job. With
2: the current economy, I think most people who have jobs are happy to have something. But nah. uh, <laughs> I'm
0: happy to be unemployed, actually.
2: So Anne takes us... Anne, Anne, go ahead. Ann, you don't come very often. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking so of true. work, so oh my God. <laughs> so let me rephrase that. Ann, you're not at the podcast as often as the others. Would you like to start with work?
3: Getting Nan's crotch I'm is like unemployed. mining for blood diamonds.
0: What is there to say? I was laid off, <laughs> what, three weeks ago now?
5: Say something about Amanda. <sighs>
0: What can I say about Amanda? Other than the fact that when I went to pick up my 401k disbursement check today, they told me they thought about sending me flowers because they were very, 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 very very sorry that I had to work with her. This is my crazy co-worker who used to go all hulk and pick up things like the shredding box and hurl them across the room and say such helpful... Constructive things as you shouldn't be allowed to touch anything. And uh just generally um go completely and totally nuts on the owner of the company, vendors, clients, the bank anybody really. Trees. Trees. Yes. Four Fluffy trees. clouds.
3: Certain smells.
0: Her landlord.
5: She's angry at the color yellow, actually. She yelled at yellow. It was really sad. Yeah. Very disturbing.
0: Among other colors. See, she didn't feel that connection with yellow that she's been yearning for. And, of course, nothing was ever her fault. Ever.
3: There are not a lot of yellow vibrators. Which is strange. Because you think, you know, your average banana. Cucumber. Spots. Anyway.
0: Yeah. So...
3: So is it weird that you get an apology from the place that you worked at for the fact that you worked with the psychotic when they didn't really take care of the problem when it was an HR issue while you were there? Yeah, pretty
0: much it was an HR issue. I had gone into HR three or four times, um, right after the shredding box incident, which was witnessed by several people, so it wasn't just me, um... I went in there and I said, you know, it's kind of a hostile work environment, thinking that if I use the HR buzzwords, I get something out of it. No, I was told flatly, just point blank, you do not work in a hostile environment. So, now, Amanda is no longer allowed to speak to one of the HR people. So they have to call...
5: How bad does it have to be when HR is like, you're not allowed to talk to me? Yeah, pretty, pretty much. It's HR, right?
0: But no, it gets it gets better, better than that. So Amanda has to call one of the bosses who is in another state to ask somebody in the same office sitting eight feet away if she can get out of QuickBooks so that she can run a backup of the data file so this man who's in Oregon many many miles away has to get off the phone with Amanda
3: outside of stabbing distance
0: call this person who is now dealing with okay, HR so and my old working. job and ask her if she can please close out of QuickBooks so that Amanda can back up the data file yeah. And, and everybody who stayed took a 5 to 20% pay cut for this kind of crap. Boy,
5: 20% pay cut is rough.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So instead, I sit around and I take my dogs to the dog park. I take them on walks. I washed and waxed my car yesterday. And I'm getting paid by the state of California to do this. Not much.
2: Was it sunny enough out that you were liking little shorts and stuff?
0: I was in shorts, however. Uh, any enjoyment you would have gotten out of that? Yeah, not so much.
5: I think like, you should <laughs> let us be the judge of that. The dogs were all naked.
0: Dogs are already, always naked well, see, under very, their yeah. fur. And by the way, ginger, you no, you
4: bought them cute Halloween costumes.
3: And it's not dress for dogs.
0: No, I've talked about Adams talked about me getting um, a Ninja Superman. Outfits. No, a Superman cape for Booger, for when we go mushing.
3: That's awesome. That is awesome.
0: But Ginger had a bad dream last night, and so and she had to come sleep in my bed.
5: It's a okay.
2: dog. How do you tell a dog has a bad dream?
0: Um, you would know if you had to live with Ginger. Okay. She's whining and trembling, and oh my god, the sky is falling.
2: I wonder what a
5: dog's bad dream is like. <laughs> the tree's pissed back. Getting eaten by a bigger dog. Mm. Although in the case of Ginger, it was probably a metal grate.
0: She's gotten much better about the metal grate yeah. issue. Hmm. She's probably afraid of. She's probably having having nightmares about Flower putting her in headlocks. <laughs> my newest dog is the other dogs in headlocks—it's awesome.
5: Wow, you could charge admission for that, right? That's what I said. That's your new if, job.
0: If I could only harness this power for good, like or at train least train
5: some kind of dog pro wrestler thing, and we can go do the Mexican circuit. Um, Cory will grow a mustache.
1: Mexican circuit—you just <laughs> host it with Chris's carriers when, when he's sleeping.
5: You
2: know, we could almost go a single podcast without that being brought up. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Um, any more on work, Anne, or should we move on
5: to... Uh, Adam, do you want to talk Some about employed? work? Semi-employed? Sure. I loved my job. I still love my job. I have do for you... years. What do you do? do this business and technology <laughs> consulting where I sort of walk in and I tell people what they should be doing and I get paid for it. And I look good in a tie.
2: Do you wear fancy ties? like very
5: business-like, or do you wear a semi... No, uh, yeah, I wear nice ties. I wear good ties. But they always have red in them. He only wears a semi, semi color around the power girls. tie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I did that uh, after I got home from Hawaii and I decided to go back to school. I started the consulting things so that I could have a job that gave me the free time to go to school. And it was sort of always my intention that after I graduated like the way I planned the whole thing was that the job would sort of slowly drift off and I'd go work in the real world and it just so happens that I graduated at the best time in my life to find another job because I can't find one now. So I'm sort of struggling to keep this consulting gig alive, which, which I'm doing, but I don't like to do anymore. I don't like doing the sales part of it. I just like going in and being an expert.
0: That tells you a lot about his personality, by the way. I don't want We've to work. We've discovered that his I just ego want to is a symbiotic being.
5: Oh, don't bust my jokes. That's hilarious.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, really, I mean, though, I've been working pretty much since I was 13 years old. Sadly, all the way through, took my first vacation in 2006.
0: That was the first time his pimp let him go.
5: Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Sent me with a spare pimp. <laughs> oh, is that your travel pimp? Is you wear a little hat yeah. like the travel like no, travel, my travel no. pimp. One of my math wives, actually. Is that like a pocket pimp that folds up into itself? So
4: now you've gone to a Mormon math relationship? No no, 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 no. I've wives? had three
5: math wives, but never, never at the same time. Not I mean, consecutive not, math wives. Yeah, they were consecutive, not concurrent.
4: Not concurrent math wives.
5: Right. So, you but can't math stack one math wife And the last one, on one was a total keeper. She'll be my math wife forever. Unless I decide to do math in grad school.
0: The math harem doesn't conflict with the math wife. No, the math math wife always knows she's number one. It's an yeah, open math
5: marriage. Yeah, and math, math wife pretty much makes, makes sure that the math harem knows who number one is.
0: You should see it.
3: It's good that they assign numbers.
5: Although, because I took that class with Larissa last quarter. She keeps telling me. She keeps referring to Karen as my ex math wife. Now, I'm like, hey, let to talk to her about that.
0: She hasn't divorced me yet.
5: <laughs> it's not my fault. I'm sorry. I, just, I never mind.
2: Okay.
3: How's your work? Corey? If you guys split up, does she get custody of the abacus? Or okay.
0: no, they don't do that kind of math. They do the kind of math that has like letters. Long
5: division. Oh, sorry. Right.
0: He can't add. I can't add. I'm good at
5: division. I'm very good at factoring, but I can't add. I do a lot of work. I know this. Seems like it'd be important, but Corey, go. not so much. Eventually, math stops using numbers.
3: I, I, I like my job. I like my job quite a bit. I mean, I have it really good. I get a company car, company phone that I don't really answer. And, uh, no, you <laughs> not answering. <laughs> you the phone. Yeah, I know. It's beautiful. Really? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I avoided a call earlier, actually.
0: Hmm. It's, I wonder who that could have been.
3: Nobody knows. We didn't recognize the number. So, but you saw me look. That was an achievement. Yeah, you were here, Ann.
0: Oh, that one. Yeah. I thought he was referring to when we when tried to. When you tried get him. to call him? No.
3: Yeah. I didn't know you tried to call
4: He ignored that call, too, but he didn't actually look at the phone that time. It wasn't
3: in the room with me. Aren't you afraid it's your pimp? No, I'm never afraid. It's my pimp.
0: He's hoping it's his pimp. Gave up a long time ago because
3: I like rough tricks, you know.
2: And so I
1: have a good job, and that's why he calls his handler dirty.
2: So in in today's current climate, has your job changed drastically, or is it pretty much? I wouldn't say
3: drastically. I mean, expectations definitely go up, and you know you're you're always trying to achieve more, anyways. And there's there's definitely been. Changes in driving and when you clock in versus when you actually start work—that kind of stuff. But it's it's a big company that has a lot of uh, a lot of reasoning to try to keep things completely legal and legitimate. And so, I feel protected. I feel safe that my job is still relevant and still going to be here this time next year. So. Hopefully I'll still be in it. Yeah, most of my job is fixing people's problems, helping people, and...
1: So you're a bartender?
3: Yeah, sort
5: of. And I feel... How how often in your job do you go in and it's... Just complete stupidity that got them into that situation.
3: I don't like to ever think that the people are, are stupid. How many I just of them think what
5: I think were completely stupid. Well, all you, of them uh, would think that I was completely <laughs> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: you would call me stupid for dealing with them. Um, no, it's it's you got a job and I don't, kid. <laughs> I, I I tell people all the time it's it's not that you should have to know this stuff. It's it's good if you're interested in it, but if you if you just want to use your computer in the way that you want to use it, that's the way Born. it should be, but it's just not. You know, unfortunately Born. computers don't work that way. Yet. The internet is for porn. But it's it's really sad that the state of the computers, the internet, all these great tools, all these great devices are so frightening and so damaging at the same time. I mean it's like going into a library and opening up books and just randomly finding, you know, stump porn in the middle of the classic section. Oh <laughs> Moby Dick, not what I was
5: expecting. I don't know why,
3: but it that's essentially what it is. That's it's actually the point
5: oh 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 eight part <laughs> of the Dewey yeah. Decimal system <laughs> exactly. and any given set part of it is gonna be the stump porn.
2: I'm glad you use an analogy that everyone can relate to.
5: Thank you.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, my job's good. I enjoy it. I like the people that I work with. I like the people that I work for. Uh, I sort of feel bad that I get to enjoy my job, and yet I still also am trying to do stuff on the side that is even more fulfilling, and I'm enjoying that, too. So uh, my life rocks. Thank you.
5: Thank you Do you, you very ever much. have, like, the woman opens the door in the negligee kind of thing when you go to fix the computer?
3: Woman is, is
5: a technical term. <laughs> Largely, that's true yeah. I, So, I mean no. you ever I have, hear the phrase Not technically a woman You're probably in some trouble I
3: have not had any kind of a, a situation I did do a job in Vacaville Where uh, there were twin girls In their early 20s I think they worked at a bar And one of them mm-hmm. was, went and got in the shower yep. And then was wandering around in a towel Half sopping wet for, what uh, bar, uh, by listeners. the way. I live pretty close to. I don't know. We, I, should, we should probably pause for, for our
2: listeners to give them a moment.
3: Yes, uh, they were, oh. they were mm. definitely cute. But I am not the stuff of legends. There was a, a <clears> guy <throat> that I worked with for a while that was doing a job, with uh, yeah, a young lady who was up from from college, visiting her parents and stuff. And he was fixing her computer, and he said, "Well, this scan's going to take a little while." And they've been hitting it off. He's like, "Do you want to go get something to eat?" And she goes, "Well, uh, why don't we just go to your place?" And uh, she left the next morning, and I don't think he ever actually fixed her computer. Awesome. Yeah, that is did, awesome.
5: Did they still charge her? Because I think so.
3: I joke. think it was a prepaid. So yeah, <laughs> he's no longer They're with the company, so it's it's, it's okay to to say it. But that was <laughs> that was the stuff of of legends.
2: And he didn't fix a computer, so they basically paid for sex.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. But that's not me.
2: Prostitution ring. Lovely. That would, that would,
3: most likely the never happen to me. Dark side so. of
5: uh, computer work. Right over there. That ring. explains why those Geek Squad shirts are reversible. <laughs> yeah.
2: Dear, do bomb. you want to talk about uh, work at this point?
4: Oh sure. Suspensions. Well, work is fabulous. <laughs> My uh, kindergartner got suspended yesterday for picking someone up and throwing them. It was lovely. A kindergartner.
2: So yes. now describe the throw. I mean, is it was it really like WWF <clears throat> spin him over oh, their It head was
1: like smackdown it like, throw. Was he it like came up midget wrestling?
4: No, he came up behind her and like bear hugged around her and then picked her up and like tossed her sideways. It it was kind and, of an impressive. And was throw. the other kid okay? She was okay. because okay, I mean I've I've seen like shaken. someone get
2: smacked with a cast before at school, but and they went into convulsions mm, but Yeah, that was ugly.
5: <laughs>
4: I've smacked someone with a cast before and it's not pretty. It was it
0: you?
5: No. I had a dog <laughs> with a cast once, though. What was the dog doing with a cast? <laughs> Chewing on it for a second. Right and on. I got it out and it tried to chew on the other arm. And so I hit it with my cast. <laughs> Sorry, dear. We derailed you. Yeah. I derailed you. That's
4: okay. <coughs> um, work. Yeah. I work at a school, obviously my own personal school that i attended well you said kindergartner
3: so it could have just as easily been our work and
1: (laughs) no that's not my store um
4: it's interesting for me because i now work as a peer with people who were teachers when i was a kid so that can't be good it's there's been a few weird bizarre things but um the, the kid that I'm working with right now, I am sad to say I'm not going to be surprised when you know I find out that he was the lone gunman on the clock tower in college. <clears throat> um, as far as work situations, I am working through the first week in June. That's when school lets out. They haven't made any kind of announcements about next year yet, so I don't know if I will be employed next year. Um, If my student is not expelled before next year starts, I may have a job. But, yeah.
2: Do you enjoy your job?
4: I enjoy parts of my job. Um, My art class is pretty fun. Gives me an excuse to color and get paid which is kind of fun we were doing marble painted shamrocks this week which that was pretty fun
5: this is with kindergarteners.
4: kindergarten through third grade and then i i get the joy of being sixth grade lunch duty so that's a bunch Uh, of fun i get to wear my fanny pack and my bright yellow vest and my whistle
5: it's a sexy look
4: it's a good look I'm waiting.
5: What's in the fanny pack? Is this like some kind of Band-aids and
4: passes and yeah. yeah,
5: Some kind of sixth grade Batman utility belt.
4: No, that would be so awesome if it was like some kind of utility (laughs) Batman type belt. But no, it's like full on fanny pack, like old fat women at Disneyland fanny pack. But I I do have the distinct advantage that I got the only black fanny pack. Everybody else's fanny packs are red and have the the red white cross. I'm
2: still trying to scrub that image from my head.
4: The white red cross symbol on them so i hmm. have the only black one which i thought was an what, impressive score on the...
2: which image are you trying like to the, the fat woman at disneyland <laughs> packs.
3: But, so you're um, trying to wipe out all memory of disneyland ever <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey that's not true
0: um yeah you forgot about the shit people screaming and i'm sorry languages.
3: when i when i go through disneyland it takes me a while to figure out which one actually is the matterhorn okay it's not a pretty place
2: wow we're not being judgmental tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I don't pass for Splash Mountain myself.
5: Well, you know, there does come a point where you're just like, look, those snaps aren't holding it in, and maybe you should move to the spandex, and the elastic. And Actually, you know, Corey, maybe just like a poncho,
2: really. A, I, a
0: big that's thunder. That's what the moo is for.
2: <laughs> yeah, moo moos. are good. Is that why he blows out the crotch of his pants? He's mm-hmm. Big Thunder?
0: Big Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> big Thunder Mountain Railroad. That's my boy. (laughs) Drives a
5: spike right through those pants. Um, So I'm totally interviewing for a job at Disneyland on Tuesday. (laughs) Are you really? I really am. (laughs) Can you get us free passes? Uh, Apparently, I might be able to get two free passes from the interview. So I think I'll be going to Disneyland on Wednesday. Oh, slick. Yeah. Go
2: on the Winnie the Pooh ride but make sure you're on something because it is the most psychedelic ride there. That and the Buzz Lightyear.
5: I'd like to clarify at this moment uh, that the jobs that I'm interviewing for have strict drug testing policies and that I won't be on anything while I'm on the <laughs> Winnie the Pooh ride.
0: Yeah, that's why the, the FBI didn't want me to be a secretary. Because of the Winnie the Pooh ride? Uh, <laughs> because it, of being on something while riding the Winnie the Pooh Because
3: she was in the interview right. talking about the Winnie the Pooh ride. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You yeah, should
5: have seen it, man.
4: The Winnie the Pooh ride broke down while we were on it. Where is the Winnie the Pooh ride? Is the this walk new? It's where the Country Bears used to be. Oh. Down
2: the bottom in uh, the backcountry. Oh, okay. In the backwoods. <laughs> back yeah,
5: <laughs> I just wasn't ready for the you from around here ride. <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, Dad. But. Anyway, so my newest adventure today was that I got to fill in as the crossing guard. So, in addition to my lovely yellow vest and fanny pack, I got to carry the big flashing <laughs> stop sign.
5: Flashlight? Oh. No, not <laughs> flashlight. No. Granny panties?
4: No, no granny panties involved. No.
5: No panties? Of course, Corey's the only one who's got a flashlight that says stop.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's your Mine also is the only one that takes triple A's.
0: Awesome.
2: Thank you. Wow. Corky, would you like to
1: talk about work?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> job. How are things going for you?
1: Well, let's see. Outside of having five times the stress than I did three months ago, because um, I'm actually doing more work outside of the building, so it's taking more time away from me actually doing work, which I don't entirely mind. Um, being outside of the building, um, but yeah, it just feels like that. You know, I'm the only one in my department that's actually making an effort to do their job. And what do you, you know. do? I basically design home theater systems, so I'm essentially a system designer. But you know, I get the people that come in saying, "Yeah, I'm getting picture on my TV, but I'm not getting any sound." <laughs> You know, or I can't figure out how to get my DVD player on.
5: Just, just look at the judgment in his eyes. Um,
1: and it's like, you, you, you shouldn't own any of those fine, fabulous toys. Um, I can draw a picture on your wall for you, and you can stare at that. Um, I can turn
2: your <laughs> mic down, Adam.
1: Okay,
5: uh, I can yell loud enough to be on Corey's. Yeah, seriously.
0: I mean,
1: it's... <laughs> or you can just come over and we can cuddle. I mean, it, I would say, for the most part, it's it's fulfilling. That's everywhere I go. Uh, you know, because I, I still get to use my creative side of my brain, you know, when I'm putting together, you know, $40,000 worth of equipment, you know, and figure if out I'm how everything's going to work and, work and, you know, how to You're make it special. work in a customer's home. Um, It just feels like I don't have, you know, the support that, you know, you would, you know, expect, you know. I don't know. It, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I'm. I, I guess at, at this point, I've kind of gotten, you know, used to it. Where I don't get the same excitement out of putting together a system anymore. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's time for me to find something else. Which I'm currently working on that. Um, Break out the tattoo gun. You know, I I work for a great company. I have some great managers. Um, you know, I've met a lot of great people, uh, not just customers, but just employees. Um, So, I mean, I can't really say anything, like, super bad about, like, you know, the business that I work for. It's just the asshats I have to deal with on a daily basis that, you know, if they were to open up the manual that came with their gear and, like, read through it at least once.
4: RTFM. No.
1: They... They would probably figure stuff out, you know. But they want me to fix what? the stuff over the phone. It's like, yeah, no, can't happen. That would um, require
0: them to read.
1: You know, I'm not tech support. You know, uh, I'm not a technician. I'm not an installer. You know, I, you basically tell me what you want to do, and I give you a list of product that you have to buy. That's what I do. You yeah. know. But, yeah, I mean. Most of the time, I leave there with a pretty decent-sized headache. Um, I don't know if it's just because I concentrate too hard on what I'm doing or try to block out the assets that I'm trying to deal with. Um, but, I mean, it, it could be worse. I could still be, you know, working for a company that, you know, really isn't going, any, going anywhere, and you can see it in the employees, and you can see it in the customer base. Um you know, we're working for a company that's expanding even through these hard times, so you know that that says a lot. So <clears throat> um yeah. That's about
5: it for me. So you're not working now, Chris?
2: Am I working? Yeah. No, I'm working. Same old, same can, old.
0: He can't talk about his job.
5: Well, it's
1: not uh, that I can't talk. I mean he would have to kill us all. Well, he's probably well, one of those like men in black, like flashy things to start I, with Corey Steer into Fleshlight. the light. My so job's complicated
2: f- in the sense that I work on a lot of stuff that's proprietary. So, I mean, it's like knowing what I can and cannot talk about. Sure. It's just easier not to talk about it. I mean, for the most part, you know, I work a normal nine to five job. I'm on call. Used to be 24 seven. Now that, that sucks, we don't run it? in the weekends. Yeah. Now that we don't do weekends, it's 24 five. Like, I got a call at four in the morning the other night. Which, yeah, when you when you get woken up at four in the morning and you actually need to... You know, if a phone rings in the middle of the night and it's just a friend no of yours or it? something, you don't really need to be fully awake for that phone conversation. When work calls and they want you to make a decision, you actually have to be awake. Right. Because if I make a mistake, they just lost $20,000. And so uh, getting back to sleep is is not the easiest thing after that
5: um, my, one of my clients my 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 biggest client for the last five or six years is a call center and it's twenty four seven three sixty five and in order to sort of maintain my job i or I always sort of had this <coughs> illusion that I was a bigger company than I am because it's really just me i've done but that I, I sort of let them believe that There's more resources at their disposal, so I was really on call 24-7, 365, and I had a couple of times I've had to work Christmas Eves, like, getting on my way out the door to go see the family, and I get the phone call and can't fix it from home, so I got to drive to Sacramento. Right. And and the the 4 a.m. ones where I I really did get good at going from dead asleep to answering my phone without sleepy voice really fast.
2: Yeah, I can wake up from the cell phone or the or the house phone without any problem now. And Cisco for the most part sleeps through most of the work calls. I don't think you ever yeah. remember the work phone calls. I
4: but actually, you actually I'm a little you... concerned that I can sleep through most any phone call now. <laughs> because it's not really a way that I wanted to train myself because yeah, I, I, I always kind of counted when on your
5: two kids turn 16.
4: No, I'm sure it will, but <laughs> But no, you know, it's like you always, for me, I've always been the person who woke up to the phone. And so Mm. now when, like, Chris will say, oh, yeah, I got three phone calls last night. I'm like, three phone calls last night? You get three
5: phone calls in one night? Sometimes.
2: Well, if the the problem persists, because, I mean, for me, it's like, you know, we have equipment and we have, you know the The mechanics are working on the equipment. So they'll call me and they'll say, well, you know, what should we do? And I say, well, go ahead and get the maintenance guy to take a look right. at it and do that. And then, you know, if that doesn't work, give me a call back. And so that sometimes will take an hour or so. I can totally hear that tapping. Um, Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> um, and uh, so sometimes, yeah. I mean, it's not it's not very often. The fact, you know, I get probably a middle-of-the-night call once every other week right now. Mm. Okay. But part of that's because, you know... Things are a little slow in some respects. Um, You know, the main things for my job are the fact that, you know, it's a recession. And so not only did they lay off 30 more people three weeks ago, um, but there's all these other budgeting, cost-cutting stuff. You know, and sometimes really stupid things like we're forced to take a week of vacation pretty much every three months now Mm. well you get four weeks of vacation a year if you've worked there 10 years you start at one week and then you get a week every five years or something like that or every two and a half years or something um so you pretty much burn unless you want to take it no pay you pretty much burn all four weeks of your vacation right because they told you to you know, each quarter, essentially. Well, like and this, I th-
4: think the fact that they didn't let you choose on the last one. They didn't let me choose from the last really one, so kind it's, of Gur.
2: So Cisco and the kids were off one For week, st- and no I week. was off the following week. Oh, that's nice. So we were yeah. offset by one week, which sucks.
4: So rather than him getting to say, "Hey, you know what? I'll take the same week that my whole family has off, right. and then we can actually like do something and go somewhere and have some fun," it was like, <clears> "Oh, Cisco and the kids are home all week." And then next week, I'm going to be home all by myself.
2: And then the next one's forced on me during a specific time, and the one after that's going to be variable. So I'll get to pick that one, which will be nice. I'll finally actually be able to pick it around family and vacations and whatnot. But, uh, you know, the other part of it is there was two engineers, myself and another gentleman, that did the six to eight machines in my department, and they laid the other guy off, and they didn't replace him.
5: Right. Well, so, what would be the point of laying them off?
2: <laughs> so, now I have everything on me at this point. So, it's since it's slow, it hasn't been terrible, but it also means trying to take a vacation when the whole factory's not shut down is kind of like I leave them kind of struggling for a week while I'm gone or two weeks or whatever. So, I mean, overall, my job's interesting. I do, you know. Interesting stuff. My my name is on a little microfiche up in space right now. You know, and so, I mean, there's... Go Tony I Stark.
5: Guess, yeah. It's also you on know. a couple of Megan's Law's websites. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um,
2: you know, so I work with interesting stuff. I mean, I don't know. It, it's a neat job. I started out, you know, doing grunt stuff on, on the floor and worked my way up into the position I'm at now. And I've I've done pretty well for myself, so you know, could be worse. I mean, I'd, the funny thing is, maybe this is kind of the move into the next topic. I didn't I didn't have a a dream job. I mean, my whole intent for a job was to to make enough money to actually have a family, which is the main goal for my life. So the job was really Good just job. kind of an end, you know, a means to the end, so to speak. You fulfilled
0: uh, your dreams. Yeah, way to go.
2: I got a family. Look at that.
4: They're cute um, family
2: too. They are cute family. Uh, so I mean, I yeah, how I long can't since you? you were in Thailand. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, this Scotland, this job is as good Scotland. as anything else. You know, I toy with the idea of cooking for a living, but I don't know if I'd like the idea of being on a line or anything like that. It's it's too much. It sucks. Hate it. It's too much stress for me. So I could see your wife on a line, but you, yeah, what a corner? Ahoy. Um, <laughs> doc. So I mean we've all pretty much talked about our current jobs. Now No, uh, so you
3: fell into what you're doing though. You didn't
2: I fell in yeah, actually yeah. I mean if we want to talk about how we ended up where we were at, I mean I I was in the process of <laughs> Other one going to Corky wants nuts. Yeah. Wouldn't be the first time he wanted your nuts. Seventy
5: so. five dollars an hour, four hour
0: minimum. <laughs> uh, I <got> <laughs> yeah.
5: I might have to turn Cisco's mic off.
2: Otherwise I'm gonna get a text message from Beth, uh, complaining about the volume level. Uh, I you know, I was in the enrolled in the teaching program to get my credential. My my original job my idea for a job was to teach high school physics or math.
5: That's right. You wanted Mr. Mucklin's job. I wanted Mr
2: Mucklin's job. Mr. Mucklin was all for me taking his job when he retired. He was very happy to to set me up for that to happen And uh, You know I I got the part of my life that I wanted I got married and at that point Needed money rather than To be spending money on going to school And so uh, You know I first did some Temp work and tried to get A temp place that did tech jobs Since I had you know a physics degree And uh, I ended up Through the temp agency getting A job where I work now and did it as a temp for let's see, my official hire date was in March and I think I started temping in October. So, you know, five or six months of being a temp, they hired me on full time and I've just worked my way up from there. So your degree at least had something to do with you. It helped. It it, it helped. I mean there are folks that are technically classified as engineers who don't do not have degrees. Right. Um and it just is based on experience at that point you you know they'll they'll kind of if you have 10 years kind of doing this they'll kind of give you the equivalent of at least to to meet the job role or job description see people always
3: ask me you know did i go for school for what i'm doing and i'm like no one computers were completely different when i was in school and uh i went to school for music i had no interest in working on computers for a living because I like computers too much, I didn't want to make it my job. <coughs> do
5: you have any of the certs in, like, UA Plus or anything like that? Nope. And I've I've thought about it. They actually
3: <clears throat>
1: had me... You were A Plus certified there, weren't
3: you? No, I was supposed to be. They kept saying, oh, at this point in time, you're going to have to be A Plus certified to keep your position. And that was back when I was just the the supervisor. And so they had me do all these training tests and stuff on the the Best Buy network, which wasn't really training it was just you will pass this quiz and then you will be able to go and take the certification test right. and I'm like great uh well do I get any kind of training material no 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 you just you pass this and then you go do you take the actual test so I did the quiz and I passed and they never sent me off to do the actual test hmm. and every few months they would pop up and say okay now at this point in time you're going to have to be A plus certified so i tell them okay well send me off the thing and then they change their mind and say oh we're not doing it now a few months later oh we're gonna do it no we're not so it just became like this joke to me plus the a plus certification that they had me train on or at least support. our our stuff? system had to do with computers that <clears throat> stuff that we'd never see in what we do oh
5: it's it's the stupidest thing yeah ever
3: so i mean there are definitely agents that are that are certified um and it's part of their job description. So when you go up into a higher position, you have to be certified. Um, Microsoft certified, A-plus right. certified, things like that. But no, I'm I'm really good at what I do Thank you. because they've trained us in such a way and because I've been doing it for so long. I've been in this position for th- three and a half years. I've been a technician with the company for like seven years because I've been with the company for eight uh, just over eight, but if I was trying to be a technician for any other company,
5: I don't know if I'd be qualified. No, is your dream job to segue what you're doing now into an episode of Chuck? No, no. It, I've just actually started watching
3: Chuck. I saw like the first episode when it premiered, and I was interested in the show. But I just finally started watching the last few episodes. Great show! It is a great show. It's really fun. But it was just—I think it was conflicting with um, some other Monday night stuff. But no, I mean. I've switched what I wanted to do, or what I thought I wanted to do for a career so many times, just like I've switched what I want to do uh, as personal interest so many times. You know, I thought I was going to be a musician. I almost was a priest. I was almost a cop. And now it turns out my best friend that I grew up with priesthood. is a cop.
5: He's um, had a sheriff a altar boys, but he never yeah, a made a cop. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty much a 70s uh, movie, right? Francis Ford Coppola, cops and priests and...
1: <laughs> reach into my pocket you will find my vial of holy water
3: oof
0: I got your holy water right here
3: the power of cock compels you um so yeah it, d-
0: why is
5: there a hole drilled in the confessional
3: <laughs> my dream job when I was growing <laughs> up was to be a superhero so that you can have the and, um and what I do for a living is probably as Sorry.
2: close as I'm ever going to get to that instead of 10 Hail Marys, it's 10 <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Okay.
5: I mean, you're at least called an agent, right?
2: Called an agent. Have a,
0: He's called a double agent.
3: Have a uniform.
5: Have a, a badge. You, you have should a
2: have badge. a jet pack. That's what I'm irritated about. Yeah, well, you know. Maybe
3: some
5: false
2: advertising.
5: You know, honestly, though, like a couple of two-liter things of soda, we could just shake you up and you can run Mentos. real fast. So yeah,
2: Mentos and a Mentos few and
5: some Diet Coke, and it'll look like a jetpack. Uh-huh. Light you on fire and throw you off a roof because Chris and I have wanted to do that <laughs> all day.
4: There will be no lighting of things. You two and fire do not mix.
5: That's totally wrong. Unfortunately, we we mix very well with that, fire.
4: That's opposite.
5: <laughs> smoke. Did you catch well
2: the MythBusters fire. where they were making smoke bombs and this they the and they ever. accidentally lit it off in their lab? Yes, oh, <laughs> that was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> and I thought, huh, I've been there, done that. Did you yeah. start
4: singing memories too?
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I had a good conversation with with Monty. I I finally spoke to my best friend from growing up. Um, the cop. Yeah. For the first time in uh, 13 years, we talked to each other the other day. We found each other on Facebook. and um, Facebook gave evil. me cancer. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, and I, I casually mentioned the fact that almost every horrendously stupid thing that I had done growing up, he was a part of or the source of Like, it started with, Monty said this, or Monty suggested we do this, and he (laughs) took sort of offense to it. He's like, no, I didn't paint that car with you, or I'm like, no, no, not the times that I broke the law, necessarily, but but just the really dumb things, or the things where I wound up in a lot of pain, or, you know, with a hook in my face, or something, just (sighs) stuff blowing up. (laughs) <laughs> and around my eyes, that
2: hook. that kind of stuff. Hey, hook her in the face. Yeah, that, oh hook, hook oh, Hooker lot
3: of in the face. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's the Phil story, I think that's probably. Cool.
4: Hi Phil.
3: Or a Scott story if it's his wedding night. Um,
2: <clears throat> well, Don't look at
3: me. Strip you, of you me. You guys, yeah, I sorry. mean, yeah.
5: It was, it was the the night before the wedding for True. Scott was that was that was magic.
2: The fact that he I, uh, got himself sick. So he was really sick the day out. Was probably I pretty much
5: life. broke that boy, and I take a certain amount of pride oh. in being that friend.
0: <laughs> yes, and uh, Paula thanks you too.
5: No, uh, yeah, making
0: her wedding day memorable
5: easily one of the the highlights of my life. <laughs> Maybe I'd, yeah, that's what I so want to do for a living.
4: basically, <laughs> you're like Scott Barney. Barney, or how I met your mother.
5: I don't watch that show.
4: Oh, you need to watch that show. You would like it.
2: It's a good You'd show. Like Barney.
3: Yeah, so I don't know, new category.
2: Uh, we can, or we can just BS for. I mean, we're at forty six minutes, so it's not like we haven't spent a good portion of the hour at this point. Um, we could talk about whatever. I mean, we go off worst topic. Job a, worst job ever. Worst job we ever. We we could. I mean, I to be honest, I have had three jobs in my I was life i so. say chris chris would be yeah, like i, I
3: could... guess
5: it was Ganella's because i had to work with that amy
3: that's like asking chris worst wife ever
2: or <laughs>
3: best yeah. wife ever
5: um <laughs> i if you guys have
2: some really crappy job stories you'd like to talk about go for uh, it really
4: i can go with worst job ever
2: well yeah but i don't you, you can't be like
4: with best job ever too
2: I mean, you could go with most interesting job moment. Um,
4: I I just was throwing them out there. And thought, <laughs> I,
2: mean, I remember being at work one day when I did work at the grocery store, and Shannon's brother worked with me there. And he came in one day after being out drinking the night before and was so hungover that he spent the first two hours of work in the bathroom hugging the toilet. Awesome. Yeah, I'm surprised he never got in trouble for that. I'm not quite sure how that happened, but. Magic. Um, it was it was a really, I mean, it was a small mom and pop store. So, I mean, we it was really family feeling there. So, I think they were just, didn't really care. I mean, the, the fact that, uh, you know, the boss, the main guy who owned it, his son worked there. And, you know, he would be at the bar next door half the time. Right, you know, sitting at the bar, hanging out, chatting with people while the while we pretty much ran the store. You know, showed how kind of relaxed the environment was to begin with. So I mean, it, it was a pretty good job. It was fun. Got me through high school just fine.
3: A guy I worked with at Silverman's. Um, we both did our interview at the same time, and we, uh, <coughs> some friends of mine and I, had gone to a local record shop because this radio station was giving away CDs and stuff. And they also gave away these pins that day that said, proud to be drug-free. So I go to the job interview wearing this pin on my shirt. And the guy sitting across from me that was also interviewing was stoned at the time and just staring at my pin and giggling throughout the (laughs) entire job. And we both got hired. Um, So, yeah, I think it depends on the job that you're at, what kind of uh, tack they have on that.
2: I mean, does anybody have any good... uh... Job, Christmas party stories or anything good like that?
3: I, I just I, work I've got Christmas a good at my story. job.
2: So. Oh, a good Vegas story? mm mm-hmm. Oh, from when you're doing cellular stuff?
4: Mm-hmm. And? Went to the uh, rural cellular convention in Vegas when I was 16. And I ended up sitting in the casino at the Luxor... <clears throat> at the roulette table with the head of GTE MobileNet playing roulette with him over our product that we were trying to sell. And it, we were there for, God, easily a couple hours, and it finally came down to, okay, what color are we betting on? I'll bet black, you bet red, whichever color comes up. If your color comes up, I'll sign the contract. If my color comes up, oh, well, too bad.
2: Interesting way to do business.
4: Yeah, he had had a lot to drink at that point. And being 16, I obviously hadn't had anything to drink. I was just hoping that the casino people wouldn't figure out that I was only 16 since I was in a full three-piece suit with my hair up in a bun wearing a badge.
3: Did did you win? I did win. And then did Adam take you and... Get a stripper haircut in your classes? No. Okay, just wondering.
0: You're mixing your Vegas stories. Oh. <laughs> I, I've never been in Vegas with Adam.
3: And then you laid down $100 and threw up on him? I'm a lot of fun in no. Vegas.
4: <laughs> I, I imagine you probably are. I haven't been to Vegas, obviously, in a number of years.
2: I've never really been. I've passed through and stayed the night, but i actually never really been down the strip or in the casinos or anything. <laughs>
0: Down the strip Uh, Yeah
5: (laughs) Anne's been down the strip A few times
0: Yeah baby
2: Was that before Or after finger nipples? Mm -hmm. Um, Well Is gonna spew water? we to bring
0: up Finger nipples?
2: We do Because we like to keep you scarred We like the wounds to be fresh Um, (laughs) So obviously Corey has no uh, Showing up And needing some Assistance from a woman In a robe Corky I assume you Uh, What? Who? What? The showing up
1: spank
3: in the mouth
1: what spank what? okay I, corky
2: i assume in any of your uh jobs where you've gone and consulted at the house you've had no uh interesting uh events happen
0: porn basically
2: no it doesn't no. need to be porn it could be a severed head it could be who knows
1: no i can't i can't say that i have
2: well now when you were a, a pool boy though heads. yeah do we have some pool boy stories
1: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you thought I wouldn't remember? No, I, that I wasn't. Horn that starts of, that way. I wasn't that kind of pool boy. There, there was a couple That's times that I we guess. showed up on a job site where, you know, the pool had been open for several months and where they're they're just doing regular maintenance,
3: just clearing out
1: the latex. No, yeah, and uh, no one job we showed up on, because at this point they had fired Eric, and I was running my own truck. So it was me and this other guy, and we show up to basically clean the pool, you know, clean out the filter and everything, you know, ch- check the lines, because we had actually had to replace a couple of valves in that. And customers customer was complaining about the heater. Which part? You know, uh, Hello, Adam. basically when your heater starts to go, it actually spits everything back into the pool, and it could actually ruin the pool, so we there just to check everything, and the owner had two kids, and both were in high school. And the daughter was actually the oldest. And we go to, we go into the backyard because we didn't think anybody's home because we didn't see any cars. And we get to the backyard, and there's like six girls just laying there topless. On their backs, or on their stomachs. On their backs. Sweet. And we're just like, um, "Hi, uh, Phoenix Pools here to do your maintenance." We're like, okay. And they just didn't move. They just laid there. and were like, this going to take a while.
2: And it took twelve hours to clean the pool. Yeah, so, because, yeah, I wasn't well, playing. And, to and skim
5: the trick there on both sides. Now, now I is, need to. Yeah, the trick there on both sides is to play that one cool. Is to just be like,
1: <sighs>
3: yeah, whatever. It's it's fine.
1: It's so, fine. That and we had this one customer. She was heck, probably at that point. She was probably in early forties, and she was she was pretty hot. I and mean, she was definitely milf. And,
2: it's a legitimate term whether you like it or not.
1: Yeah, seriously, read the dictionary. <laughs> um and I remember the first time I went out to the house because I, I know I've been working for the company for for a while and the owner Jim was just like, "Oh yeah, he's like I almost forgot that we have Vicky Nipples to to do today." I'm like, "Vicky <laughs> Nipples?" And he's like, "You'll you'll you'll see when you get there." And I'm like, "Just b- before I you know, walk into something that I, I'm, you know, might be a little embarrassed about.
3: Yeah, I mean, if it's Ann's friend, you might poke oh. an
1: eye out. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, why do you guys call her Vicky Nipples? Like, well, because she never wears a bra, and her nipples are always just, like, ready to go. And I'm like, okay. So she's got, like, a four-story home, and, like, the the four-story was basically, like, the master suite. And they basically had a, a, a walk-out patio area that went down, like, the three... Flights of deck down into the pool. So we get there. We walk into the backyard and we're we're checking the pool over. And we knew she was home. And we hear the slider open off of the master suite. And she comes walking out onto the, onto the little patio. And, you know, it's like we're, you know, looking up. And she's wearing this, like, really loose top. And, like, yeah, definitely no bra. And they were just, like, you know... You could hang a wet towel on them.
5: Coming right at me.
1: <laughs> and I was just like, wow, that's that's nice. Diamond cutters. You know, but, you know, Jim would always get, you know, the wives to, you know, lean forward to look at something. And he'd always get a nice brush shot or, <laughs> you know, you know, he'd, he'd get a couple up the skirts or something. But, um, I mean, it was, it was a great job. I so mean, here, it was a lot of hard work. Here's a question,
3: which is off topic um which is more enticing a uh, woman just completely topless or a woman where you can just basically see enough around the top to to get I'd a say, full view but you still feel like you're getting away with something
1: I'd, I'd say just enough where you're getting away with something now granted six girls depends. topless
3: in the backyard
5: yeah i'm going to say by volume. It, it kind of depends on whether that like say,
4: it depends on the boobs too
5: Oh, that's, that's true too. Oh, absolutely. Cuz I, I if you're take... speaking grandma because
3: they're sagging down to the navel, then that's one thing. But not yeah, my I mean, grandma.
5: I right. I think it it kind of depends too on exactly. I mean like like are you just talking like, you know, a situation where it's I just get to look once and it's either like a little bit of side boob or full on topless or if it's like uh early in the evening on the date. I mean, early in the evening on the date, clearly topless is the right option. All right. <laughs> <laughs> because you know how the date's gonna go. But you know what I'm saying with that, like no. you know. I mean, it's if if you really if, if you just get one look, topless. That's true. But if it's an early Thanks, in the Anne. evening kind of thing, you sort of like, no, oh, that looks nice. You know, but it, but it's only eight, and we're just getting to dinner.
0: <laughs> and I get to look at those all throughout dinner.
5: Right.
3: Now here's another one. Is it more enticing to see top cleavage or bottom cleavage? Bottom.
5: Hmm. Top.
0: Are we talking about ass cleavage? No, no.
3: <laughs> breast breast okay. cleavage. No. But when they have but the... Like
4: the, the low-cut top or the top, the crop top where you the get the bottom. The crop top where okay. you kind of see the
5: bottom uh, part.
0: I'm sorry, I see a lot of yeah, ass cleavage Yeah, what else do you like that comes right out of your stream, Chris?
5: Mm. <laughs>
3: Now, there was an episode of, um, uh, your, your black uncle was on it, um, of Star Trek <laughs> that, <laughs> that um, the women were wearing these that tops so where they unfair. just didn't quite cover all the way down on the breasts. And we were all just sitting there watching this uh, early 90s, whenever the show was out, and just going, this is the greatest episode ever.
0: <laughs> Clearly, you are not Star Trek fans. <clears throat>
4: It, uh, I I think that the appeal for the being able to see like the very bottom of the boob is that then you know they're kind of perky, because because you're not seeing the bounce and you're not True. seeing them True. like hanging. Well there's if, a certain level of If you can see the round this, curvature nice. of the bottom, then you know
0: that well, the it's, it's going to be pretty.
3: Yeah, I think it's a commonality. I Whereas, think it's the fact that you're not expecting to see boob bottom.
0: And well, and I think you know the top it's cleavage natural and not like, right. you know, somebody wearing the bra that has like right, top cleavage is easily manipulated. Yeah, because you can tape your boobs together, and I mean, I can I can have cleavage.
3: But there's something to be said for having uh, a, two, a two cleavage, Ren a top cleavage fair. with that little bit of lace from the bra. That's yes. actually pretty awesome.
2: Two ear-piercing words. Sorry. What, what were the ear-piercing words?
4: Ren-fair. Ren fair. Oh. Now I'm
3: not. Bleh, bleh,
4: bleh. That right there. I thought close, it was ear sex. I'm cleavage. sorry.
3: I'm not talking about something that I have to hose off first with the Rambo treatment. I'm talking about, <laughs> like, <laughs> enticing breasts. Not... I was making Skank more egg. the point that you could do a whole Skank lot sag. with
0: top cleavage. Yeah, lace them up. Yeah. That way you can you can shove all of your your belly fat and everything up there too.
4: Yes. <laughs> Migrate all the extra that you have anywhere into. Can the we mood. stop now.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: we had a beautiful conversation about breasts going, and you had to ruin it by bringing up
2: fair. Fair and squishing belly fat up to enhance the breast. <laughs> That's pretty much fair. You. Um, we're at an hour now, which is plenty of time for us, unless you guys want to continue to uh, digress into other things. Um, do we want to continue on at this point, or should we go ahead and sign off for the night? Thank our special guests and
0: uh... I was going to make Corey tell the Alice story and Adam tell the Clive story.
2: Do they have some commonality about them? Or? Yeah,
0: it's brushes with fame. Yeah. well working. Well, yours wasn't while well well, working. But you did get Well, the I mean, sign That's
3: that... true. I it, it it was job related in a certain
0: degree. Exactly.
2: <laughs> that's fine. Is Corey starting?
3: Uh I don't think mine held a candle to Adam, so yeah, I'll go first. Uh, just just my exciting. Lot. um Yeah, I met Alice Cooper. And um
2: Was he wearing makeup?
3: Oh yeah. Does he always wear makeup? He he did at that point. It was before he went Republican golfer. But um, it was it was at a, it was at a signing, a local record store. He was there Pre-RG. with his band, and I just kind of like fell Pre-RG. into going. Pre-RG. Um, and everyone's going in and planning on getting something signed because it's Alex Cooper, and he freaking rocks. And at least we're all in Detroit, so we're all pretty big fans, anyways, because he's local boy. Yeah, and. I don't really know what I'm going to do when I get up there. And uh, one of the girls that I was there with was like, oh, well, I think I have a CD of his in my purse. And she's going through there looking around for stuff. And she pulls out an application for Arby's that she hadn't filled out yet. And she's like, oh, I could have him sign this. And she goes to put it back away. And I'm like, "Uh, I'll take that. Thank you. And so for an hour and a half standing in line with 300 other people, I'm standing there with a Arby's application in my hand and the 20 people close to me saying, you're not going to fucking do it. There's no way in hell you are not going to. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I. Why wouldn't I? It's me. And get up to see Alice and my friend Larry had gone just ahead of me and gotten what he wanted to sign. And he stopped. And he's like, I just have to stay here for a second because I have to see this actually happen. And I go up to Alice Cooper And he's just sitting there smiling, ready to sign whatever. He was hoping for boob, probably. But I pushed the application in front of him. And he looks down at it. And he looks at me. And then he looks down at it. And he looks at me. And he looks down at it one more time. He's like, what? I said, I want to use you as a reference. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at me just kind of cocked for a second and he's like looks down at it again he looks at me he goes cool and he writes down Alice Cooper and he goes to hand it back to me and his guitarist is standing behind him he goes wait a second you gotta write down your occupation there he goes okay and he writes down Rockstar that's sweet it was pretty sweet did you
2: actually apply
3: no because I still need two more references and I haven't met Ted Nugent or Bob Seger yet
1: Big
5: I'm not totally sure you want Ted Nugent
1: I totally want Ted well first
3: it goes (laughs) if if I'm going to get in there I'm going to have a bunch of Republicans
2: (laughs) so now apparently Adam has Uh, this story
5: so I love this story when we were in high school I worked briefly for Eclipse Comics while they were on uh, whatever road that is the Covey Covey. when they were the
4: comic warehouse
5: yeah, and I mean I just in the I basement? Was just no, I worked upstairs. But I was stuff just stuffing comics into envelopes for people that had subscriptions and at the time was when uh, Clive Barker's I can't remember what Shadowline. it was, but yeah, one of whatever it was was just just coming out. Like the first editions were were printed up and everything like that and he uh I don't know, it was after hours. it was probably 7 or 7.30 at night, and I was working by myself. He calls up, you know, and uh, he's looking for cat uh, or dean, and so, you know, he's on the phone, and he's like, is cat or dean there? Well, uh, no, 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 oh, well, this is Clive, and I wanted to get the box of comics. And I'm like, you know, I don't know who the hell he is, right? All I know is it's Clive on the phone looking for a box of comics. And so I'm looking around, and indeed, on Dean's floor in his office, is a big old box that says, for Clive. All oh, got your comics. So he comes by, and it, it was one of those things. I mean, I was probably 15, and he knocks on the door, and I, I open the door, and then it dawns on me, like, I'm not really supposed to be letting strangers into the comic shop kind of thing, but. Especially once you have
3: eternity to know your
5: flesh. (laughs) Well, right. And I like, you know, you know, he comes in and, you know, he's like, hello, what's your name? You know, and I'm like, I'm Adam and shakes my hand. And he had these gross, cold, clammy, (laughs) disgusting hands. And he spent the stranger hands. Yeah. Like, like the whole time, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll go get you your box. And he stared at me the whole time. Like, like gonna chop you up into a little pieces kind of staring at me. What's in the box? Yeah. And so, well, yeah, what's in the <laughs> box? So, yeah, no, I went and got him his box of comics and everything like that. But, yeah, he was a creepy, creepy man. And I find out later that he's, because I really knew nothing about him, other than having seen Hellraiser. Yeah. And uh, I find out later that he's like, a creepy gay British man, which comes off totally when you meet him. (laughs) Especially if you're 15.
0: (laughs) And you're anywhere near Grenville.
5: Mm, Yeah, Mm, great. Yeah. You live in (laughs) Grenville?
4: You know, I always randomly end up in Guernville on Women's Weekend.
5: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. sure, it's random. Sure always
5: it
3: is. random. <laughs> and do you always decide on the way home that you want to pick up fish that day, or?
4: No, I was like, in the last eight years, I've ended up in Guernville oh. on Women's Weekend in like three or four different times, with no awareness that it was Women's Weekend until I got hit on. I don't know and what's I was going like, on. Wait. I just
3: showed up here with my rabbit in my hand. And uh, it's all a surprise
2: to me.
4: Rabbit? Did you say you chased yeah. a rabbit down a hole?
2: <laughs> I
3: don't think I was chasing it.
2: Yeah, and he wasn't talking about a bunny. No.
0: Unless you're talking about the kind that's powered by batteries.
2: Huh. On that note. Um, <laughs> uh, anything else? Are we good?
4: I think we're good. I, yeah. Good,
2: tired out? All right, so that was podcast number uh, fifteen, and uh, we talked about work as best we could. Uh, so we, we spent have,
4: most of the time talking about work. We
2: did, Says best we could. Self-congratulatory again, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, thank you to all your listeners. Here's the
0: judgment in your voice, Chris.
2: Wait, let me. I think I have a knob for that here. Hold on. The criticism. <laughs> <said knob. laughs> I have a knob to take judgment out of my voice right about here. Um,
0: it's not working.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See. See? <laughs> Is
1: there a knob for taking the guilt out of angry sex?
2: I'm sure not. I'm not sure you could actually recognize a knob at this point, Anne. Isn't so, um. <laughs>
1: Well, I don't know. I guess it, unless you get into, it's like, knife on sex on or you. something, you know. or Yeah.
2: I don't pick on it anymore.
5: Hate fuck you to
0: death.
2: <laughs> 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 wow, there's a nice note to end the evening on.
5: You're welcome, Kristen. <laughs> we always manage to hand him at the end. Uh, yeah. Uh,
2: thank you for everyone that's listening. Feel and free yes, that if you're getting said. this through iTunes, to so go and put a, a, a nice review on there. It's pretty blank right now. Um Beyond that, check out the website. It hasn't been updated a tremendous amount as of recently, but uh, I think uh, it's it's time to start taking more photos of Corky's artwork and adding it to the website. New pictures of the
4: Danger Shed! The
2: Danger Shed needs to have pictures. Uh, It's almost complete now, and the pictures that are up there shows it at its very infant stage, so uh, we need to get more pictures of that up there. And there's a couple more pages that I've been meaning to add and have not yet. So probably during my week where I'm forced to not work, (laughs) <laughs> I will make some uh updates to it. So um
5: and he says that like he's owned by the man. He's yeah, like I mean like he's forcing me to not work. Especially
3: with all the other people out there right now that are forced not to work <laughs> um in a much different
2: way. <laughs> well, there is that. Um so uh that means we have Ann with us tonight. Say goodnight, Ann.
0: Goodnight, Good Anne.
5: Goodnight everybody. Take care. Goodnight. Later.
2: Oh yeah, no, no, thank you, Dixie cup from you. Oh, no.
1: thank you, Dixie cup.
2: All right, I think with that we're going to go ahead and end out the podcast. Good night, everyone. Let's see if I can get the pod to uh, get some music on the way out here.
1: Happy trails. I'm
0: Johnny, don't you slip up or play the fool?